0: Hi guys, welcome to Self-Care Sundays. This is Hannah Naz and today we have a very special guest all the way from the UK, the lovely Aaron Simpson. Welcome.
1: Thank you guys, it's, it's good to be here.
2: Thank you for joining us Aaron, um, especially now after the last episode of your season on Love Island aired. You must be quite busy at the moment.
1: Yeah, like it's, it's just been completely crazy and obviously coming out I had to I stayed over there a little bit because we had to film after sun and then coming back because of the rules with COVID and stuff, we had to isolate. So it's literally really only the last week that I've been able to leave the house. And it's just, yeah, it's crazy. Just completely, completely different to what I was used to before. Like people stopping you on the street, asking you for photos. Like, yeah, it's just been nuts. Like, I feel like it's going to take some getting used to, but but yeah, no, it's been it's been fun so far
0: yeah hopefully it's just gonna get better from here as well
1: (laughs) yeah well fingers crossed yeah yeah got some exciting stuff hopefully coming up soon so yeah it's just been a little bit crazy and I feel like I just need to to suck it all in like to start with and then I can kind of focus on what I want to do and and yeah just kind of go from there
0: perfect so Aaron just for our audience can you tell us a little bit about yourself
1: so I'm 24 years of age I'm from Kent in England which is just outside of London so um, yeah just below London and before obviously going on the show I was a professional footballer so I played uh, I signed my first contract at 17 so what's that seven years if my maths is correct so yeah, seven seven years playing professional football and then I was on this season of of Love Island as well, so it's been crazy and it's been a been a whirlwind, but it's been exciting and it's been completely different to anything I'm used to, and like, like it's a crazy opportunity and yeah, I'm just excited now to kind of see what the future holds
2: and what a crazy season that was! I think it was <laughs> one of the most interesting seasons of Love Island that I've watched, and I'm a massive fan, so that's saying a lot.
1: yeah no so I was like a massive massive fan and it's so funny because before I went in I was on my snapchat memories it was just me just talking rubbish about the show and just like (laughs) talking about what happened in previous years and stuff so like for me as a big fan to then like have the opportunity to actually be able to go in there was like it was kind of like a no-brainer for me but yeah no it was it was crazy and it's hard to explain what the experience is like without actually being in there because you think you know what everything's like but it's just like everything's so heightened it's it's so intense just all the time and this season like to be fair all of the guys that I was in there with were super cool and obviously there was some some bust-ups and stuff which I'm I'm assuming has made good television I haven't actually watched the show back yet so really? um, yeah so I tried to watch the first two episodes and I don't know. I feel like it was just weird, like watching myself on TV. And like, I remember my mum walked in and I was like, Mom, I don't even know if I can watch this, you know. So I, I haven't actually haven't actually watched it properly yet.
2: That would probably be the first thing that I do if I was on the show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people
1: Yeah, no, a lot of people do say that. But yeah, I actually met Michael Griffiths last night, who was obviously in in it a couple of seasons ago, and, and he said that he to this day hasn't watched it back yet. Oh
2: wow, that's crazy. <laughs> how did you end up deciding to be on the show so I know you were explaining you were a fan but when what made you you know in in that moment decide okay I've got to apply I've, I've got to be on this show
1: so I actually didn't apply I got approached I got a message on Instagram and it's so funny because I remember it just saying there's a there's a big ITV2 show that's returning this year We'd love to speak to you about possibly being on it. And I remember I screenshotted it and put it in my boys' group chat and said, boys, imagine if this is Love Island. Because we always used to joke and everyone used to say to me, Oh my God, you should go in Love Island and stuff. And I remember I just remember replying saying, if it's Love Island, sign me up with the little writing emoji. And obviously they can't tell you over Instagram. So then had a phone call with someone and, and yeah, that's how the whole kind of process starts.
2: Wow, so it would have been quite a quick process for you because I I know a lot of people would have had to go through auditions and months of interviewing and all that, but
1: yeah, I actually still went through that. So I remember my I think the initial message was in January, so and the show is obviously only wow. just finished. Mm. So it's like it's a long process, and yeah, so you have like some a couple of meetings and some auditions and stuff, and then. And then, yeah, and it's, it's a weird one because when I look back on it, from January till obviously, what is it, August, I ended up going in is a long time, <laughs> but it kind of happened so quickly at the same time. So, yeah, no, it, was, it was crazy. And when I actually found out that I was definitely kind of going in, I was a little bit like, wow, I can't actually believe this is happening. Like I was just kind of starting off just as like a joke, really. And then <laughs> next thing you know, I was,
2: <laughs> that
0: was going on. You mentioned earlier, like you're a football player. And I know, like, professional athletes usually have, like, a stereotype of being players. So do you think, like, that's impacted how women viewed you? And did you think Love Island would be a good opportunity to find someone?
1: Yeah, I think, I'm not too sure what it's like over there, but over here there is this massive kind of stigma around footballers, like you say, being players and and stuff. And it's like we're not all the same, but you shouldn't even really have to say that. But, yeah, we kind of all get tarnished with the same brush. So. For me, I always struggled, like, knowing whether people were genuine, and I think, like, a positive for me is that when I was in there, I kind of just let that go, and I just said, do you know what, I'm not gonna, like, have my guard up, I'm just gonna go in there, and just see what kind of happens, and that was my kind of experience, but I feel like now people do kind of know what I'm like, and I'm not really that kind of person. Maybe when I was younger, I think we all go through, the, through those stages, and but, yeah, I kind of got that all out of the way and done with. And, like, recently I'm I'm very chilled. And I don't actually really date much, to be honest with you. Like, I'm not a serial date. I remember Priya was saying she went on, like, 30 dates on, in, like, the last year. And I was like, what? I've probably been in 30 dates my whole life. Yeah. Not even that, probably. But, but, yeah, no, I feel like it was, yeah, a good chance for me to just show, like, who I really am. And, yeah, hopefully moving forward, like, people will kind of think twice before painting everyone in under kind of one brush if you know what I mean
0: yeah 100% and before you entered the villa did you have your eye on anyone other than Mary and Chloe
1: obviously there was people to start with that that I found really attractive and then obviously people come and go like that there's no tomorrow so there was obviously the people that started it changes so frequently that you're you have to do this thing called like a, a top three my top three was just chopping and changing all the time. And, like, initially, looks-wise, you may like one person, but then you see their personality after a couple of episodes, and then you might either like them more or you like them less, and then, yeah, things chop and change. But, uh, yeah, not everyone in this series was, like, was a very good-looking person, I think. Like, the standard was high. So, yeah, no, like, there was was a lot of attractive girls in there. But I know at the time that, that I went in, Mary was was my number one and I knew that me and Chloe would just get along and like even since you have come out me and Chloe um have spoken and obviously I went out with them them the other day which was fun so yeah I'm happy with my choices
0: yeah do you think bro code really matters on Love Island
1: oh I think it really depends on the individual me personally my boys are my boys and and I wouldn't do anything behind anyone's back so when I went in, I said, "Look, like," to the, I said to the boys, "Like, I'm not gonna do anything behind your back, but if it's a thing where I do like your your girl, I will tell you and like I will I will speak to her because at the end of the day, we're we're all in it for the same reasons, you know what I mean? And it's not it's not friend island, but I think everyone's ethics and morals is different, and mine, the way I am as as a person, I just yeah, I wouldn't like to do that because like it's just not it's not who I am. So yeah, cool. that probably maybe impacted my decision a little bit because obviously me and Toby hit off really from, from the get go as well. And, but I think it was very clear going in that Chloe was kind of all eyes on, on Toby, which is, which is good because I love them together. I think they're amazing.
2: Yeah. I think the villa is a completely different vibe to real life though, you know? So especially when you're first coming in, you know, you don't really know anyone. So you don't have any growth in the philosophy yeah and plus you and know no, coming no, in at a late what? stage like you can't help but step on people's toes everyone's already coupled up like yeah. you, Mary was you know single at the time
1: yeah no and do you know what's so weird is like because I watched the show I almost felt like I knew everyone in there so I was like oh yeah me and you are already friends but they're looking at me like hang on a minute like who are you? you you just met me but I feel like I already know and already have relationships with everyone in there already but yeah it was it was crazy and like my situation and ended up working kind of perfectly for me that that Mary was single when I went in and it was kind of really just a just a smooth kind of ride really for me
2: yeah so I want to ask you the big topic of this season was Casa More. I feel like everything <laughs> kind of changed after Casa More. So I want to yeah. ask you, in your opinion, like, do you think some of the boys got off easy after Casa Amor?
1: Oh, good question. <laughs> I think that the boys made mistakes, but they didn't, like, shy away from it. They both kind of accepted it. And in, in there, again, it's so hard because everything is so intense, like, and you've got to remember the girls and the boys that are coming in at Casa Amor, they know that they are on a, a very tight kind of time frame, so they have to kind of stick it on you almost because they know that in two days you've got to make a choice. So I'm just glad that I wasn't in that position because I know it would have been so hard. And if a girl is kind of showing interest in you and and you're you end up kind of sharing a bed and and whatever, and you're with them, like I say, twenty four seven, like it, it must have been it must have been hard for the boys. But I feel like. Well, the the two boys that probably um, it impacted most, like Liam and, and Toby, I think that it actually worked in their favour because it kind of cleared in their minds where their head was at with the girls back in the main villa. So I feel like it actually, as much as it was obviously a good a good to watch for for a neutral, and obviously it was probably horrible for them. I think it was it's benefited them both, and like coming out there they're two of the strongest couples so well they finished first and, and second didn't they so um mm-hmm. I think it there it had its it had its benefits but I'm mm-hmm. just glad that they're both okay and they're both obviously still kind of kind of together
0: if you were coupled up and had to go to Casa Amor do you think you would have stayed loyal
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would like to think that I would have done but until you're in that actual position it's very very hard to say but it would have depended because. Mary was the person that I found the most attractive in the whole series. So if I was with someone else and Mary came in, I would have found it very hard not to have like got to know her, if that makes sense. But if it was a thing where me and Mary were already coupled up and then I went to Catherine Moore, I'd like to have think that my head wouldn't return. But like I say, until you're in that, in that moment and you experience it, I don't think you can say. So I'm just put it this way I'm just very very glad that I wasn't in that
2: position yeah and I think that you know like the public was you know quite upset with the boys like saying that it's a lads holiday and they kept repeating that quite a bit but that's the way that the show set it up you know like you separate the two groups bring in all this temptation and (laughs) you know the whole the whole point of that was to test the strength of your relationship so like in my opinion if your relationship didn't pass that test, then probably the connection that you thought was had that you, that you thought that you both had, isn't really there. Do you know what I mean? So I do Mm. think that there was a bit of overreaction. I mean, people are valid, like to have their feelings, of course, but that's the whole point.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think in the moment, it's just because it is so intense. And if it was a case where these people were coming in and then, the people from the main, main villa were still there. It'd be completely different because you you would almost tiptoe around it because you know that in the back of your mind, someone they will watch him, but because they're kind of, they're not there. It's like almost outside, out of mind. Yeah. It's a crazy kind of concept really. Like you go from spending 24 hours a day with someone for however long, I think Catherine Amor is maybe like a halfway point ish. So say four weeks to them just not seeing them at all. Like it's, your mind's probably just going to be all over the place and then you've got obviously like you say all this temptation stuff and it's yeah it's it's a lot and like what how i break it down is right if you was to go on a date say for example how long would you say the date would last maybe an hour no maybe yes. two hours Yeah, maybe a few hours.
2: a few hours max yeah. yeah
1: let's let's say three hours if it's a good date right yeah. and say you were dating someone for twice, three times a week. That's three, six, nine hours a week, right? So, but you're spending 24 hours of the day with someone. So it's that's almost like nine, eight, that's like six dates in one day. Do you know what I mean? So then Mm -hmm. you then you look at it as a week and it's like you're six months down the line, like with the in terms of the time you would you would spend together and remember you're living together, you're sleeping together like it's just crazy. So, like, I know people will say, uh, things move too fast," and, and whatever. But because you're in there and it's so intense, it's like it's not the same as the outside world. Because if you were dating someone, you wouldn't you wouldn't live with them for the first I don't I don't know year. I don't, I'm not everyone's probably different, but you're literally thrown in the deep end, and you're you you come out of there from the couples that started to finish. They that's like they have probably been together three years. Yeah, I mean, mean, it
2: would be very easy to get attached. Like, I'll probably have withdrawal if I had to separate from that person after the film.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it's hard, and I know that the boys are obviously that came back single, like Jake and Teddy and stuff. They struggled because all they wanted to do was just kind of be back with their their in their couple. So, yeah, but Castlemore is always interesting though, and there's always I think that's the thing. In the series that everyone looks looks forward to the most, and yeah, I mean, this year it definitely delivers for sure.
0: So, which couples do you think have the best chance at a long term relationship?
1: Going in, I probably would have said Jake and Lib. To be fair, all of the finalists, I think, and including Jake and Lib, like they all have different kind of reasons as to why they would work, and I think. Being in there, it's quite clear to see that Liam and Millie are like besotted by each other. They are non-stop, 24-7, just like in each other's skin, like it's it's crazy. And obviously, they we went out the other day and and they're exactly the same on the outside as they were kind of on the inside, which was which is really good to see. And again, like Chloe and Toby, they're both just nuts like they're both absolutely crazy so I feel like they have the the potential to be together for a long time Kaz and Tyler get along like a house on fire as well so like they're both they're both very very funny people so I would expect them to to stay together but going into the villa I would have said Jake and Lib but obviously after I left then obviously stuff happened and cracks started to show and and they ended up kind of not leaving together but yeah, I'd definitely say all of the ones in the in the final, including Faye and Teddy as well. And it's like, yeah. I know I was a FaceTime Teddy the other day, and he was he was just talking about Faye, and it was like, it's crazy. And I know how they kind of they feel about each other, and I know they had a a rocky road in there, but I think it would be good for them to to be on the outside, and I feel like they'll blossom a lot on the outside.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I feel like what we see as the audience is completely different to what's actually going on in the villa do you think Hmm. people in the villa vote based on friendship rather than compatibility
1: um I think it's it's hard because everyone in there was compatible so you had to pick at things that you would never normally pick at and you had to maybe dig deeper than places like that you that you shouldn't and I think it's natural it's very hard to to vote for your for your good friends like in anything if you was to have to vote against like each other for example you would you would hate it and like if I said to you two All right let's pick out the worst traits in let's pick three bad traits in in each other like it's not it's not a nice thing to do so I think that it's hard to not take into consideration but I feel like everyone's votes were fair and stuff and but like everything in there is so intense so the littlest thing just blows up into into a big thing do you know what I mean so I think everyone everyone done well and they and they voted fairly and stuff but I feel like it's you've got to remember there's adverts in the show as well so you're probably seeing maybe like 40 minutes of like 24 hours there's so much that happens that that you guys don't see and like that's why the unseen bits are quite funny because like there's so much funny stuff that happens in the villa but it like it doesn't doesn't get shown
0: yeah exactly because like what happens is you know we see that you guys get really shocked at what the audience are voting. And then it's just like, well, we're only seeing like a certain bit. We can only, like, mm. vote based on that.
1: Exactly, and I think, like, hats off to the editors and producers because how they have to do it, like, I wouldn't want it to be my job, put it that way, <laughs> it must be a hard job and they obviously have to stick to the storylines and the main things that are happening. So, like, there's, like, like, I'm, like I said before, there's other little things that probably aren't as big, but they happen and they're so funny, they don't get shown. So it's hard and like being in there now, I'll watch the show completely differently to how I would have done before. Even like conversations that you you think would you think would be on the show are not. And it's like, I'll watch the show completely different now.
2: Yeah, I think the best example of that was the whole Priya and Brett situation. So to the audience, yes. that seemed to happen quite, like it was very sudden, you know, and and, and it kind of felt like, they ended things over having different preferences of cheese, for example. <laughs> but it's like, I'm sure that there was a lot that happened in a lot of conversations that they've had. You know, even before that, that dinner where you guys had to vote for compatibility, there was a lot more yeah. that happened behind us, but we didn't see that. So we just felt sudden to us.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, yes. and you got to remember, like, in there, you... It's hard because if you were dating someone... And they were annoying you a little bit, or you you found something that you didn't quite like about them. You could have some time out, but there you're literally just thrown like straight in the deep end. And obviously, when Brett came in, he had to like come in, and then straight away was a battle between him and Matt for for who Priya was gonna gonna pick at the recoupling, and the other person was going home. So it probably went from from zero to hundred really quickly. And like in her head, she may have been. Second guessing her decision and stuff, but I think they. Are, well, I know that they've uh, kind of met up on the outside, and that's so weird because Brett literally just texted me there, literally just popped up on my phone. But <laughs> yeah, now nah, they're both really nice people, and I think it will probably just be a friendship thing because they do have a lot in common. But sometimes you know that spark's just not there and and stuff. But I know that they get along, and there's no kind of animosity or anything like that between them. So.
2: I think it takes a lot of bravery to to recognize that something isn't just going to work. Because as you said, in real life, we could just walk away. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you're in the villa, you're trying to approach it a nice way and you're trying to... And sometimes people stick around longer than they should have. So hats off to Priya for making it very clear.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and that's the thing. And it's it's never a a nice conversation to have, even when you have a a solid relationship with the person, let alone when you've... Like just met them, and then you have to tell them that you're not really interested, or you want to take a step back. So, yeah, luckily that didn't happen in in my scenario, but it was interesting, and I thought like she did she did deal with the situation well. There's probably things I personally would have done a little bit differently, but then again, it's each to their own, and everyone's everyone's their own person. So I know she she said that like she she was herself, and and that's all you can do. Like when when kind of going on the show, we, the only thing you can do is just be yourself.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So what do you think your highlights are from your time in the villa? And do you have any regrets?
1: Oh, so my highlights definitely would have been the golf day and a baby challenge. That was my favourite day in the villa, even though it's weird because that was the day that I left. But it was definitely my, my favourite day. And do I have any regrets? No, not really. Like I was 100% myself. Looking back on it, the argument that I had with Kaz was silly. and. Kind of yeah, I don't regret it because it's who I am, and I'm a very impulsive person, and like I'm so laid back and so chilled. But when I do lose my temper, I do. But I feel like I apologize straight away, and I think sometimes it's how you kind of react after after something's happened that kind of shows really kind of who you are, and that that is me. I'm I'm big enough and ugly enough to kind of take a step back and and say, you know what, I was in the wrong. I shouldn't have spoke to you like that. I know you had, a, you had a hard decision to make and me and Kaz made up literally sh- the next morning and during the baby challenge, uh, we were kind of laughing and joking because she was not looking after her baby uh, very well. So uh, me and her were <laughs> laughing and joking, but it's like we we say that we're one big dysfunctional families and obviously families bicker, families fight, but at the end of the day, we, we all know we kind of got each other's back. So no, I wouldn't say I had, had any regrets until now.
0: Yeah, you were probably the most uh, confident and bubbly intruder this season. Did you feel nervous at all at any time?
1: So you know what? I wasn't nervous at all. The whole quarantine process before I went in, I was not nervous. And then I got to the door and I don't know if you can tell this, but the door is so big. The brown door as you walk into the villa is huge. And I was walking there and I was like, Oh, this is actually like this is happening. And it was quite intimidating because like, I'm not the tallest of guys. So that door was huge. And I was like, wow, this is happening. But I feel like it it made it easier that I went in with, with Priya because like I had someone, someone was in exactly the same position as me. So yeah, no, it was it was good. And but yeah, no, I wasn't really nervous And, oh, yeah, actually the date. So I f- I didn't find out that I was actually going on on the dates until I got to the villa. So when I heard that, I was like, oh. Okay. And that was kind of, it kind of threw me off a little bit, but I'm a very talkative, very confident person naturally. So I think after like the first couple of minutes, it was all good.
0: Your time in the villa was, it was short, but you definitely made an impact and you became a, a viewer favorite. What more can we expect to see from you in the future?
1: Oh, uh, thank you. Um, what can you expect to see from me? There's so many things that, that I want to do. Obviously, I would love to play football again, so that's on the cards. When is it? Is another question? I said the first thing that I kind of big thing that I want to do is I want to do like um, a run or like a fitness challenge for charity. So whether it's like, I don't know, a marathon or like the David Goggins challenge or something like that, I'd love to kind of do that and like blog my journey and stuff. So that will be coming up. Who knows? You may see me on the TV screens again soon. I'm really into my fashion, so maybe try and get into the fashion industry. There's so many things that, that I want to do. My mind is literally, my mum just says, when I'm sitting down at home, my mum says, your, your brain just looks like it's working at 100 miles an hour. And I said, mum, it, it is. <laughs> so Because there's so much going on and there's so much that I want to do. So, you know, you'll definitely be, be seeing more of me soon, that's for sure.
2: That's great. I mean, well, it would be great to see you on the TV screens as well. <laughs>
1: maybe you could start, yeah, start a I YouTube mean, channel. yes well i don't i don't know i've never really never really thought about it but i know toby wants to do something kind of with youtube so me and him speak every day since we've come out so yeah maybe me and toby could do could do a youtube channel i don't know there's so there's so many things that that um that i'd love to do i'd love to get into presenting and it's funny because i would actually love to have my own podcast as well a lot of the time in the car i'm more of a podcast guy than than a music guy so I'm always listening to, to podcasts and interviews and stuff so I think I'd, I'd love to have my own podcast as well so maybe who knows I can I can have my, my own podcast soon
0: Oh, hopefully we can't wait to see whatever you have planned we'll definitely be following your journey and thank you so much I know how busy you are so thank you for taking the time to sit down with us and yeah have a chat
1: it's been a pleasure I'm going to call my podcast self-care Saturdays <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, I love
1: it. <laughs> Thank you for having me on.
2: Thank you. Take care. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. You it was too. To meet you.
0: Bye. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for joining us. And make sure you check out our Instagram, Self Care Sundays Pod, Sundays with a Z. And we're out. See you later, everyone.